Well, it happened. The Kansas City Royals traded Whit Merrifield to the Toronto Blue Jays. An end of an era for Kansas City. Whit Merrifield spent seven seasons with the Royals. Now he has the toughest decision of his career to make in Toronto. How did the tenure end between the former College World Series hero and the Kansas City Royals? How we remember the Mayfield era and so much more all coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan underscore Styles on Twitter. Rylan Styles, you can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into with Merrifield because he was finally traded today with the Toronto Blue Jays, which makes things interesting. It's the end of an era. It's a mixed feelings kind of day. I don't think that anyone's overly sad. I don't think that many are overly happy. I think that it's just kind of a meh feeling, which should be explored a bit. I think that this was one of the more interesting tenures that we've seen in the recent years for Kansas City. But I do want to thank you right now for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are here for you, talking Royals baseball. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts from, and the network is booming right now. We are in the swing of things. We're about to reach... You know, the apex of sports just a couple months away. Right now, you can listen to Locked On Chiefs five days a week, breaking down training camp. They'll be playing preseason games next week across the parking lot. You have college football ramping up. You have the NFL ramping up. A couple months away from basketball and hockey ramping back up. And, of course, in the home stretch of the baseball season before one of the best postseasons in all of sports. So there's a lot to discuss, a lot to get over, and the network has you covered both with every NFL team, every NBA team, every NHL team, every MLB team, and of course national shows on all of those sports as well, plus college sports. But today's show is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com, and going on right now is Blue Nile Anniversary Sales. Save up to 40% on the classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenow.com today. Well, the Royals trade with Merrifield. And this was interesting because it happened right at the buzzer. I mean, there were back and forths. There were back and forth opinions. It happened just right before that deadline yesterday. And there's two schools of thought here. And this is what I said last week, and I'll say it again here. 
I don't envy Dayton Moore's decision in this regard because on one hand, Whit Merrifield's value is the lowest it's ever been right now. He's in his age 33 season. He's not on an expiring contract and he's having a career low year in every statistical category from the traditional stats, you know, like batting average to war to on base percentage to slugging to OPS to OPS plus to total. He's having the worst year of his career. This is the worst he's ever played at the major league level. His value has never been lower. And so you could look at this and say, well, since he's not on an expiring contract, he will not be a free agent until 2024. Maybe, just maybe, Kansas City should have held on to him, stuck it out for another year. You know, you consider the, la- the last half of this year, then half of next year, get to the deadline next year and trade him. Hopefully he bounces back. I would understand that argument. And if that is the route that Kansas City elected to take, I would not have been able to push back on it. And these are the moves that are t- the toughest to make if you're a GM. These are why you get paid the big bucks to be a GM because you have to sift through the pros and cons and make what you think at the time is the best decision. I, I think that the cons against that, the cons against keeping him, was if Whit Merrifield's going to bounce back, in my opinion, and of course Dayton Moore knows more being on the inside, but in my opinion, if Whit Merrifield's going to bounce back in his career, It's going to be anywhere but Kansas City. I think that he was just checked out. I think that he was just done with the Royals. I think he was done with the organization, done with the fan base, done with the, you know, done playing. I think he was just just done. He was just done. He was checked out. That's what I believe. And I think that if you are the Blue Jays or if you're any other team in baseball and you're trying to get in the sweepstakes, what you're thinking is, hey, he's never played for a winner in his entire career, despite being a two-time All-Star, despite... Um, you know, finishing 17th in MVP, in MVP in 2018. He's he's never played for a winning ball club. We can give him that, and that will rejuvenize his career. That will rejuvenize his spirits. That will make him turn his season around because we only need him to be good for three and a half months. That's all we need. And while, yes, it's the College World Series and not the World Series, he has proven to be a clutch performer at times. You had the walk-off hit to win the College World Series at South Carolina, folks. So I understand that if you feel like, why the Royals sell now? They had so many chances to sell off what Merrifield whenever he could have gotten back something of return. These prospects aren't even worth discussing. And you know how you can tell that they're not worth discussing? Because not a single person reported who's going back to Kansas City. Everyone in baseball wants to be first with information. They want to be, they want to have their name credited by other reporters. This is something that only baseball does anymore is say who was first on the story, other sports, basketball, football. They don't do that. I don't know about NHL, so I'm sorry, NHL fans. Uh, But anyway, they want to have their name credited. They want to have all the credit for being first. No one was rushing to find out who the Royals got back in return. They just wanted to get out there what Merrifield was traded to to the Blue Jays. So these prospects are nothing. And if they turn into something, that's great. But you can't expect anything back whenever you trade away a guy who's 33 and is on the decline and is having the worst year of his career at his age 33 season. So there's no guarantee he just he can physically bounce back. There's no guarantee that the that the pitch I gave of him playing for a contender will make him bounce back. And this is just simply a flyer. And even more so of how it's a flyer is that Toronto, they're not going to force him to get vaccinated. They're going to let him work through that with his family. And they they made a trade where if he shows up and he's vaccinated, he can play for him. Great. 
If not, oh well. Oh well. This is a disappointing ending to Whitmerfield's tenure, but I think a necessary ending to Whitmerfield's tenure in Kansas City. Let's talk more about it coming up, but first, I want to say right now, but I go to friends over at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com is a beautiful website. Whether you are going to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools to let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting the style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will have them handcraft their perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. If you're looking for fine jewelry but have trouble choosing, well, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find that memorable gift at every budget. So if you want to make that moment sparkle with jewelry, go to BlueNile.com and go right now and you'll see the Blue Nile anniversary sale. You can save 40% on classic fine jewelry, on pieces, and 25% on engagement rings. Plus, every order is insured, ships for free, and arrives in a discreet packaging that will not give away what's inside. So, shop stress-free and find your forever peace by going to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com today. We are back on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod and email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. As I mentioned before, the, the network is just doing tremendous work right now. I want to give a huge shout out to Locked On MLB Prospects, breaking down all these moves. Huge, huge shout out to Locked On MLB, breaking down all these moves on the national scale. And of course, you're going to want to check out Locked On Padres, folks. Not only is Javi one of the best hosts on the network of all sports, but his fun, energetic personality just got an even more fun, energetic team to cover. So you're going to want to hear his takes on the debut today of Juan Soto and Josh Bell and everyone else that they acquired in their massive massive trade deadline fleecing. So go check that out. Also, of course, Chiefs fans, most of you are who are listening to this, go check out Locked on Chiefs five days a week covering training camp preseason and all the way through what should hopefully be another lengthy run in the postseason. Let's continue talking with Maryfield. So again, tough decision to make. I don't envy, envy Dayton Moore's position on, on this at all. I think why it was time to end the Whit Merrifield tenure is he just didn't seem in it anymore. Look, he's going to get vaccinated, I believe. I, I think he'll get vaccinated to play for Tampa, for, to play for Toronto. He said as much. He said, if I was playing for a contender, I would get vaccinated. Well, in April, in March, in February you didn't know you weren't playing for a contender. In fact, the expectations, even nationally, 
where that you'd be in the playoff mix. And so that just tells you that while Mike Matheny and Dayton Moore and whoever else talked to the team, J.J. Bacolio, whoever, while they were giving their rah-rah speeches and they were trying to pump up the clubhouse and they were trying to sell the team on winning baseball games, it went in one ear and out the other for what Merrifield. Can you blame him? He's seen seven years of losing baseball in Kansas City. That's the only culture he's ever known. Nothing's changed. Why would it change this year? And so while Whit Merrifield has the right to feel that way, you also can't have a guy like that in your clubhouse, especially a guy like that who's viewed as a leader. I don't begrudge Whit Merrifield to, to be pessimistic about this organization. I think that if you're not at least some pessimistic about this organization, you haven't been watching Royals baseball since 2000. They're the worst team in baseball since 2000, folks. That's very hard to do whenever you win two World Series. That's very hard to do. I should say win one World Series. Go to two World Series. That's very hard to do to still be the worst team in baseball since 2000. So I don't blame him for having this poo-poo attitude about the rah-rah stuff that you hear every single training camp and every single spring training. Because, I mean, let's be honest. It's been the same song and dance for three years. Different verse, same as the first. Oh, we had a strong September. Oh, Mondesi came back and he looked good. He's going to be a superstar. Oh, we're healthy. We had that great end of the year. It's happening right now, folks. Oh, look at the Royals record since June 5th, since June 13th. Look at the Royals record the past month. So what? It doesn't matter when you bury yourself in April. So I, I, I don't begrudge Wit for being cynical, for being pessimistic, for not buying in. With that being said, though, you can't have that around these young, impressionable kids. You can't have that around Bobby Witt Jr. You can't have that around MJ Melendez. You can't have that around Nick Prado. You can't have that around Vinny. Because then they just think that that's what the Royals are. They just think that that's how it's done here, and they're just waiting. They're waiting for their six years to run out and where they can hit free agency and they can go to a better organization. It seemed like what Merrifield was checked out. He played differently this year. Uh, beyond just playing worse, he played with less passion this year. And of course, all that fiasco about vaccination. To me, I don't care what you do. I got vaccinated. I think people should get vaccinated because I got vaccinated. But if you don't get vaccinated, whatever you want to do. My only thing is about this whole vaccination status is, for Ben Attendee, he kept it short and sweet. Personal decision, that's all I'm going to say. Okay? It is personal. It is a personal decision for you if you want to or not. But Wood Merrifield not only chose to expand upon that, but he chose to stick his foot in his mouth once, twice, and three times. And then Dayton Moore chimed in, and he never says anything good. I mean, if the, the Royals should really clean house in that PR department because I don't know how you let Dayton Moore say the things he says and not script better answers for him. Uh, but he says, you know, we always let our players choose what they do with their body, except if they choose to watch pornography and 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 do all that stuff. Then then that's where you cross the line. But you know, we let our, we we encourage our 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 clubhouse. We encourage our team to make their own personal choices. Except we will ban pornography. That's just I mean, it's just comical at that point. Now, of course, the two entities are different. You can choose not to have that in your workplace, but. 
when you make a you know what of yourself a couple of years ago and make yourself into a laughing stock by having to put that messaging out there that you've banned it from the clubhouse then you should really stay low on what you encourage your players to be their own person and you encourage your players to do whatever they want to do uh, now again with what Merrifield, it's not about the vaccination status to me it's about the fact that you can't claim you've done this research you can't say you've made a personal decision because you don't trust what's in the vaccine or you've done your own research or you just don't want it in your body you can't say all that and by the same token say but if i went to a contender yeah i'd go ahead and get it that'd make me think twice about it no that's not how this works now kyrie irving has done a lot of silly things and he by no means is somebody who should be you know lofted highly but i will have to give him credit here and everyone should give him credit here he didn't want the vaccine for whatever the reason he took a stand and he didn't change the game changed for him he didn't care that he was losing millions of dollars he didn't care that he was not playing on a team that could have won a championship he didn't care what he cared about was his research his beliefs and he stood firm on them i can respect that a heck of a lot more than what Whit Merrifield did. And so, yeah, he's going to go get vaccinated for the Blue Jays. And, you know, I don't begrudge the Blue Jays for making this move. You have that assurance publicly from Whit Merrifield that he said, with getting onto a contending team, I'll look strongly at getting the vaccine. And now he's on a team that is in the playoffs and is three games up with a wild card. Now, for Toronto, why would you make this move from a baseball standpoint? From a baseball standpoint, I can understand where Toronto didn't want to make the whole you know, Soto type move. Didn't want to get anything great at the deadline because the odds are, you know, you still only three games up of the wild card. That's not an impossible, you know, feat to be taken down from the second half. It's not as though you're, you're strongly and securely in the playoffs. The, the, the Yankees are just running away with it by everyone in baseball, not just the, the division, but they are 11 games up on you in the division. So the division's out of reach. Now you're going into a wild card, you know, which is now best of three. Uh, luckily for them, not just a one-game sample size anymore. Uh, but now you're going to have to play in the wild card, and it's just going to be an uphill battle in the sense of you don't want to spend all of your capital in a year like this where you have a, a dominant Yankees team. You have a dominant Dodgers team. You have the Padres getting equipped with Josh Bell, Juan Soto, Hayter, and all these guys at the deadline. You have Houston still there that's battle-tested and ready to make another run. You have a, a surging Mariners team. You don't want to make your all-in, trade all your top prospects away move this year. You want to regroup, see how you can build this team in the free agency you know, in the, in the next offseason. And for right now, just make moves in the margin because those moves in the margin could win you, you know, big time in the postseason, it's not always the flashy moves. Look at what happened to Jorge Soler last year, folks. He goes from being a total bust in Kansas City to winning the Braves the World Series and being World Series MVP. It's not always the Juan Sotos that get it done at the deadline. It's the Whit Merrifields as well. And so why should the Blue Jays fan base be excited about Whit Merrifield, even though it's not the star set of name? I'll tell you coming up. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Once again, thank you for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. Make your second listen, Lockdown MLB for the national 
perspective on baseball. Now, why should Blue Jays fans be excited? I do believe that he checked out. I do believe that he still has quality baseball left in him. And he is a versatile player that can fill in for you when you have injuries, when you need off days for guys. He can be that true Swiss Army utility guy down the stretch of the season. Because you never know what's going to happen. A guy might need to go on the I.L. for 10 days. A guy might need to go on the I.L. for a couple of weeks. You know, you never know. So Witt can fill those holes for you in the meantime. And also, you still have that hope. You still have that, you know, you still have those aspirations that, what I said earlier in the show, if he gets on a winning team, maybe it clicks for him again. Maybe he gets re-energized. Maybe he plays with more passion. Maybe he's more ready to go and can turn it around. You just need three and a half good months from him. And do I think that Whit Merrifield at age 33 has three and a half good months of baseball left in him? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. So there you have it on the Whit Merrifield trade. Again, it's a it's an interesting tenure because he got called up late at age 27. There were moments during those winning seasons in, in 14, 15, you know, where you could clamor for him to get called up and they they picked over him and Never really gave him a fair shake and then turned out to be the wrong decision because then he burst onto the scene and was an all-star a couple times and uh, placed 17th in MVP voting and things of that nature. But nonetheless, he breaks the consecutive game streak in Kansas City. He gave you the two-hit wit phenomenon. And until this year, played with a lot of passion and played with a lot of heart and gave you a reason to watch. And now you usher in the, a new wave of, of, of guys. But most importantly to me, you get a guy who was checked out of your organization, out of the clubhouse, and you, you get to just kind of reset your culture a bit. Not the way you wanted to see the tenure end, but let me know in the comment section down below what, what you would have done. If I put you in Dayton Moore's chair, if I put you in that seat, what would you have done at the deadline with Whit Merrifield? Having a career low year, you've you've held them, you've held them, you've held them, you've held them. You could have gotten so many great offers for him. What would you have done if you were dating more? Do you sell low or do you keep them and try to recoup some value in the offseason or at the deadline? So long to two hit Wit. We'll see how he fares in Toronto. We'll see if he gets vaccinated. All that stuff. Tune in tomorrow as we recap the deadline from an entire major league perspective and see how things have shaken up for Kansas City in their path to rebuilding. Who joins the Royals as a team on the on the come up and whose farm system got a lot better, who's got a lot worse, and who's going to be competing the same time that the Royals want to get good again. We'll talk all about that coming up. But first, make sure you go check over at Lockdown MLB. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.